What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 166th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink, what's going on, Wink? What's going on? Um, man, it's been an exciting night already. It is, has been. It has been. That was a lot of fun. Uh, for those of you that are not on the live stream listening to the podcast, we played a few Grand Arena Championship matches. We uh, did some, well, Wink did some relicking, and uh, yeah. Was a good time, so there we go. Um, yeah, and then yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Time. I, 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 I can tell you this I am on, I am going cr- a little bit crazy tonight. Uh, I have been so for those of you who don't know, I am going to be going on vacation in the morning, and uh, yeah, very early flight. All day long, I've been going to the bank. I've been, you know, getting the things I need uh, for to get my car to sit, uh, you know, stored and things like this and all that kind of good fun stuff all day long until the podcast. So it has been a very, very long day. It'll still be a long night because I got to finish packing. I got a little bit more to do. So, nice. yeah. Um, but that is all that to say, I will be visiting florida's galaxy edge next week so in two weeks when i'm back on the show i promise that i will put some pictures on the podcast uh, that i take in florida at galaxy's edge to uh show you guys kind of what i saw there i'm really excited for it man i haven't even been to the one in california which is seven hours from me i'm (laughs) hitting up florida first so are y'all driving it's gonna be fun we're flying heck no. Okay. I was about to <laughs> no. say. Dude, dri- dri- I think if driving four kids to Florida and back, I might lose a couple. Just say. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. So what's going on with you? Uh well, um not 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 a whole lot. Um, other than what you mentioned on the live stream, which was a lot of fun. Uh excited to hear about how awesome the galaxy's edge is. I we're thinking about going next year. Uh, I've been talking about maybe using that as my vacation next year. We'll see. Um, but if you're unaware, I hadn't heard that this was an actual thing. I mean, I knew it happened, but I didn't know it was like a thing. 
Uh, Force Friday is today, and that's when they announce, of course, all the new Star Wars characters and, uh, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, I I found something I just could not resist purchasing for myself. Go figure. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, it was... uh, they have a new Lego, and it's this little green guy with like pointy ears and a lightsaber. Um, I, I've seen like the old, the old version of it, and I've been wanting it desperately. Never been able to find it because it's been discontinued. However, the Yoda Lego is back, and I, of course, I already ordered one. I'm very excited. Um, cannot wait to see that bad boy come in. All right, I'm. I'm- now you got me curious, so I'm looking for it. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty legit. That's Stark. There he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get that picture up. All right. Um, pretty sweet, huh? Let me see here. It is sweet. It's So it's the old, old Yoda with his lightsaber. That looks awesome. Hell, yeah. Put that right next to your... Uh, I like it. Your... Uh, Boba, Boba, there, not Boba, Slave One. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll go somewhere up there. Well, I you see me looking that way, but it looks like I'm looking looking at something else. I forget. Got a green screen now. Um, there was one other thing that I am just freaking just over the damned moon about, and that is the new new book by Timothy Zahn, who of course did the all the Thrawn novels. Fantastic stuff. If you haven't checked those out, I highly recommend it. You know, audibletrial.com slash shattered order. Go get a free audiobook. If uh, you know, you've never done Audible uh with free 30-day trial, great stuff. Highly recommend it. But book one, Chiss Ascendancy, and this is Thrawn's backstory. This is gonna go back and talk about Thrawn before uh, you know, before he joined the Empire. Uh, which the most recent Thrawn series, that's kind of where it starts, is where they find Thrawn. So this is going to cover him up before that. So I'm pretty stoked. It's coming out May next year. So I, I, I can't wait. I think pre-orders start here in a week or two. Um, that's going to be awesome. Is that the fourth book um, about Thrawn? No, it'll be the se- seventh. Holy smokes. There's I heir, thought the last one was number three. Heir, there's Unless. the Heir to the Empire trilogy, which is quite a bit older. Uh, that was the first Thrawn trilogy. And then the new Thrawn trilogy, which is, you know, the books that have all basically come out since we've been doing this podcast. Those, um, you know, are uh, a new trilogy. And then this is going to be a whole separate trilogy covering a different oh, era. right. So while we've been doing this, the third book I was thinking of was the third of the new trilogy for Thrawn. Correct. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. All right. So pretty Got exciting it. stuff. Well. Absolutely. Oh, hell. Um. Execute order 66. <laughs> because that's what I play for this horrible segment. Oh, uh, I don't even know if people like it but we still do it. So it's time for Wink Tries to Pronounce Things. This week I have chosen five uh, shipyards of the Star Wars uh, canon. 
that, uh, you know, basically the places that build all of the ships, the cool ships in Star Wars, you know, your Ghost, your Millennium Falcon, X-Wings, your Ventilator classes, your Star Destroyers, your frigates, all that stuff. So these are a few of the hopefully harder to pronounce names of different shipyards in the Star Wars universe. So, uh, yeah, why don't you uh, get us going there? Uh, Corellia Orbital. Corellia Orbital. All right, I started you off a little easy there. You did. They are a shipyard found on Corellia that created the famed Corellian Corvette. Ooh, I probably could have guessed that one. Um, yeah. All right, so the Guraja Shipyards. <laughs> kind of like Garage, just Guarja shipyards guarja shipyards a shipyard in nalhutta where odnar chul stole ships from kukul the hut Ooh, interesting mm, okay all right uh bothawui shipyards <laughs> say that one again bothawui bothawui yeah i think i know uh, that one bothawui shipyards Producers of the Bothan Assault Cruiser during the Yuazan Vong War, they also made a type of Star Destroyer. Oh, cool. Interesting. So there is that. What um, you got next? Vothal Shipyards Limited. <laughs> Vothal? Is that what you said? Yes. Vothal. Vothal. Manufacturer of the Invincible Class Dreadnought Heavy Cruiser in Ooh. cooperation with the Rindilly Star Drive. Interesting, interesting. Um, one more. Conseyer Yards. Ooh, that was good. Was I it? Felt probably weird. have butchered that much okay. worse than you. Had to think about uh, it. Shipyard located, shipyard located on Conseyer where power converters were stolen for the cannibal, a unique starship. Interesting. All right. As with every week when I do this, one of those five is not like the other. Not real. It is completely made up from my mind. So the real question is, which one of those came from my mind? So I feel like this one's pretty obvious because... A ship is something you get in to go somewhere. It's it's your vehicle. Where do you park your vehicle? You park it in a garage. So <laughs> I kind of think you took the word garage and just made it sound like garage. And that, that was pretty much the end of it. Am I correct? You are incorrect. Whoa. That is real. Holy hell. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised. Um, the... What is it then? I'll give you a second chance. I'll give you a second chance. Okay. Huh. Cohen Sayer? No. Oh, damn. All right. What the is incorrect it? shipyard is Corellia Orbital. <laughs> Disappointing. Disappointing. Yes. Oh, no, there, I see what you did there. It's the only at- one not called a shipyard. Let me guess. Let me guess. The actual place is Corellia Shipyard. Uh, I didn't actually see Corellia on the list of ship builders, of shipyards. Oh, okay. So there's probably a different shipyard name that's actually on Corellia. I don't know. But there was a blank orbital 
uh, it, somewhere on the list. That's where I got the orbital part from, and I just added Corelli to it. So I got you. Fair. I enough. figured. I figured talking anything about Corelli and Corelli and Corvettes might throw you off the scent, and it worked. Eh, it did. That's this one. <laughs> All right. You can't get them all. Uh, You are very close. (laughs) Yeah, that's all right. All right. uh, Let's go ahead and move on to this next topic. Hey, guys. What did you do in Swoga this week? Well, this is obviously a very exciting week in Swoga for me because I got to gear 13 and take uh, Boba and Django all the way up to relic level four, and I'm super excited to use them in territory war tomorrow. Um, actually, I have to decide if I'm going to put them on defense or use them for offense. I think they'd be pretty good on offense. Obviously, knock out some night scissors. Kind of curious to see what they actually do damage wise. Um, so I don't know. I have to think about that tonight. But as of the last uh, territory battle, I got enough currency to unlock the negotiator like everyone else. Not everyone, but a lot of people. Um, so now I am now using that as my arena team. Uh, that was part of the reason why I took uh, General Kenobi up to relic level five. Um, but I am using General Kenobi, Fives, Houndstooth, and Jedi Knight Anakin as my starters with Ahsoka Tana, Rex, and Plo coming off the bench. And it seems to be really good. I like the team a lot. It is, it, it's different to use. So it's taken a little bit of adjustments as far as how to attack, how the mechanics work, and all that sort of stuff. You know, so used to Millennium Falcon, you know how it works. There's zero question about what to do on all of that. But with this team, I have to think about it a lot and figure out uh, how, just how to make it work. A lot of times, I'm better off just hitting auto because I screw up the way the team is supposed to work. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really good, though. I mean, it can beat everything if you know what the hell you're doing. Um, the AoE days is great against the Falcon and great against other of these same team comps as well because AoE days obviously just an amazing ability. But um, Always an amazing ability. Yeah, it's fabulous. But, uh, yeah, uh, that, that was pretty much... Pretty much my weekend swaga. I don't think I did anything else other than farm stuff. And um, I am at 15 out of 100 on Shock T trying to get her finished. And um, man, oh, I will say this. I was pretty pumped about this. Uh, Our last Territory War, my Relic Level 3 Kylo Ren Unmasked held up for four battles. And my Night Sisters... uh, which has Mother Towson, Daka, and Saz Ventress. Has them at gear level 13. Uh, two of them are at relic level 3 with Mother Towson being relic level 4. And that team just... It held up three times, which is pretty damn good. I was pretty happy about that. Um, obviously, some people underestimating. My Mother Towson's pretty nasty. Uh, so, I wasn't too surprised, but it, it was good to see. Oh, yeah, for sure. You always love to see when teams you put a lot of effort into actually do something. Yep. I, when you see that one next to their name, it really hurts. Yep. <laughs> and you agree. got and you want to just sit there and wonder, did I make them at least take something really good against them? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. I always just assume they had to, and then I feel better about it. Because other than that, that's fair. Like, <laughs> and that's generally the idea anyway, so yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, all right. So what'd you do in Swaga this week? Honestly, uh, not a ton. Okay. Uh, I did get Rex to gear 13. And then I took Echo, Rex, and Fives all to Relic level 2. So all my 500 first clones are Relic 2 now. Ooh. Uh, so sitting pretty pretty good for uh, light side GOTBs. Uh, as well, I'm working on right now Ahsoka Tano to get her to gear 13. Getting her to gear 12 has been a little bit of a hassle just because I haven't bought the black basketballs for her and she needed three of them and i had none of them to get to gear 12 so i'm working her to gear 12 right now then i'll work her to gear 13 and then i'll once i get her to gear 13 i'll relic her so then i'll have most of the 500 well not most i'll have all the 500 first at uh gear 13 uh i'm working on ahsoka and this is my order i'm going to finish ahsoka Okay. Then I'm going to do Jedi Knight Anakin. And then I'm finally going to gear Padme because my Padme is a About scarce level. She's so good. Scarce gear level eight at the moment. Gotcha. But all these other characters I'm working on, they require Kairos, but not the same way as Padme because their Kairos are actually going to get me to gear 13. Hers are going to get her to gear nine and 10 yeah. and. That that wall in front of me with her just keeps pushing her further back for me. Though I know I really am gonna need her for light side GOTB, so I'm gonna have to do her very soon. Indeed. Yeah. You know. So it's right now it's Ahsoka Tano gear thirteen, Jedi Knight Anakin gear thirteen, uh Padme to at least gear twelve, and then Shakti will be after her the her. So those are the four people I'm focused on at the moment. Very cool. Um do you think we're going to see anything soon about um, about the possible new 501st character? Uh, so one of the things we're going to do tonight is go over the QA. And I can say this now because we're not going to talk about this later. I didn't hear anything about characters or possibly what kind of characters are coming in that QA. So I didn't either. I don't know. I don't know. Also, they asked about the rumor of General Anakin, and they said we don't dispel rumors because if we were dispelled all rumors in this game, you know, it would be whatever we said about dispelling those rumors, then everyone would try to make rumors off what we said and the words yeah. that were used, and so they just said didn't say anything. So if we don't know if he's coming, we don't yeah. know if he's not coming, but they If they took up not- the policy of dispelling rumors, they would certainly have to Zeta that ability to an AoE because there's just, there's a lot of stuff out there. Well, the other part is you, you would have to lie because yes. the minute you don't dispel a rumor, it's true. Right? So just not touching rumors is the best way to go. Indeed. I agree. Joker, right there. If they dispelled all rumors, all that would be left is the truth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, and like the leak happened and they, the truth is out there. The truth is out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Shakti is still coming along slow as mud. She's at 64 out of 85. Um, so... We're getting there. We'll we'll get there. 
Cool. If I, if I really need to, at some point, I'll start buying shards, but I'm, I feel okay with the. Yeah, I, I don't feel okay with the progress I'm making, but I feel as though the progress I'm making will be fine. So. I suspect she will be needed, and I will have to um, do something about farming her. Um, I'm trying to stay within shooting distance on crystals so i'm gonna start hoarding from here on in i'm probably gonna quit doing as many refreshes for um you know the data signal stuff and kind of slow that down try to get a nice stash of crystals uh because probably gonna need them my biggest thing so there's four or five hundred first right now even if we don't get general anakin i have Maybe, or I have a feeling that maybe one of those characters they released before the kind of like they did with Geo Brood Alpha will be that yeah. fifth 500 first. I think before Dark Light Side Geo comes out, they will be a fifth clone 500 first. And I think that will be the team that's required in the actual uh, in the actual TB. And I don't think Shakti, since she doesn't have a 500 first uh, tag, is going to be required with them. But you never know. Yep. She might be required elsewhere, though. So we'll see. She is Galactic Republic, and they is definitely the focus for light, light side GOTB. So. Cool. Yep. 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 All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the state of the galaxy. Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. So there was some, there wasn't anything like what we really wanted, but there was some nice, uh, some some nice information from the state of galaxy. Um, nothing earth shattering. So definitely, but, definitely interesting. Yes, I agree. Stuff, information. Um, and some things to speculate on. Uh, mm-hmm. Yawn break. Um, so first thing was, of <laughs> course, talking about the Grand Arena Championships. They are using the same feats and accomplishments this GA as last month's. They really didn't change anything. Kind of seems like maybe something wasn't ready to maybe make changes. But they did announce changes are coming. What are those changes? Well, for one, the first themed Grand Arena Championship is indeed coming. And it is going to focus on the First Order. There will be First Order feats, portraits, and titles. Which is very exciting. And what's interesting about this is... Grand Arenas tend to last about a month, so this thing will end about November, and when we hit November, we're like a month away from the new Star Wars movie, so that Grand Arena, a month before the Star Wars movie starts, is going to be covering First Order, so I kind of think by the time we hit then, you will probably be able to start expecting some new characters from the First Order and from the Resistance. What do you think? I think that this definitely hints towards seeing some new stuff. Uh, I mean, it's in, this is interesting to me because what I'm really hoping for is that by theme, it only goes straight. The, the most in-depth it goes is feats. Uh, they didn't mention bonuses for characters. Uh, so the question I had up here is, a, what do you think of themes? And B, do you think there will be bonuses? 
or just focus feats and accomplishments. I think that themed Grand Arena Championships would be awesome if they if the three things they listed are all there is to the theme. You can get some sweet titles for the yep. based on first order, get some cool portraits, and then a lot of feats based around those things. But not so much all right, like territory wars where they had the bonuses for first order. I think it'll be better if they leave that part out. They didn't ever totally mention agree. it. They didn't say it was happening, but uh I don't think it uh, will because it would do it would do too much to favor specific opponents in the grand arena. And I think that's you know, just not in the fairness of competition. I don't think that's something they'll do. I think the feats, at least, it gives everyone an opportunity to complete them um, while possibly making it easier for those with first order, but it doesn't completely, you know, screw somebody in Grand Arena. It's still something you can work towards. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, and with with their... With the bonuses to TW, to Territory Wars not coming back and them not really liking the way that was implemented, I doubt we'd see that in Grand Arena either. Uh, someone mentioned in chat that they said that they'd never put it in Grand Arena Championships, but, you know, I said I'd never eat liver, and uh, I actually like it, so. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll pass. Gotta have onions, though. Liver and onions. Yeah. You can't just eat straight liver. The Beagles like liver, but ain't my thing. <laughs> I'll pass. And it happens sometimes. Uh this next part I think was very misleading and kind of ridiculous. But okay. relics. No major technical issues noticed. That's good. I like that. That works out pretty well. This is the part that in the state of the galaxy that makes no sense to me. Initial negative reaction from the community, but numbers showing high continuous engagement with relics and then they listed some numbers 31,814 relic 7 characters 138,612 relic 4 to 6 characters and my what I have to say is that is what did they expect like regardless of whether people like them or not you either use them or get left behind right so those numbers were always going to be there whether people liked them or not. Because if you don't, you either quit or you do it, right? That's fair. But so th this was interesting because it kind of seemed like they were using the number of relics to defend that reaction from the community has changed. I agree there was initial negative reaction from some people. Not me. I'm excited. I still love them. That's beside the point. Anyway, relics initially, not super crazy about it. However, the biggest thing that I would have liked to have seen them show data on that actually shows that people are kind of excited about relics now is the diverse meta. The number of teams that are able to take first, the number of teams that you're able to use in arena and climb an arena and all that sort of stuff. You have, there are a lot of different options that you can actually go with now with relic characters. There is a pretty high payoff on taking some of these characters up to, you know, these higher relic levels, like gear 13, and just making them really good. And the, you know, the damage from raids, the number of guilds that, there are so many more guilds that can now complete the heroic Sith raid because of relics. All, all of this stuff 
are probably things that we thought might happen, but actually seeing it play out and seeing the way it happens, I would have preferred to see numbers of how many new guilds are completing Heroic Sith Raid and, um, you know, numbers about the more diverse meta now versus the number of Relic characters because the number of Relic characters... It's uh, it's cool to see. Like I'm glad they included it, but it, it don't mean anything. It doesn't defend their point, which is kind of what I thought was silly. Yeah, it's. A, I will admit that I actually really like relics. I still hate the way they were implemented. I still hate the way you have to be gear twelve to use them. I still like our gear ten idea, um, and I don't think that. And I think a lot of those numbers you're seeing up there are from the top two hundred. You know, top 200 guilds plus, you know, whales in smaller guilds that just stay in those smaller guilds and things like that. And then some character people with, uh, you know, smaller accounts that focused on getting a character to gear 13 and relic rather than going after characters they need to continue to diversify their roster. I mean, there's a lot of there is engagement with relics. I just think that uh, I don't know. Like I said. You either use it or you don't. And what the second option means you're not competing anymore. So I don't know. It's just it was just silly to me to say to to, they could have put the numbers in there without the initial negative reaction from communities. But numbers were showing that people actually are enjoying this. Yeah, you could have left that whole sentence out and it would have been it would have been a better paragraph to me. But to try to say that look at these numbers people don't have negative thoughts about this anymore was silly but uh another part they mentioned in that same area was starting their next ideation around the future of relics and we'll share what they come with when closer to ready and if you read the q a which we'll go into after this you'll realize that yeah that's not happening for a while but they are throwing ideas around for the next ideation of well relics but they've already talked about that also and new abilities for characters. I mean, this is something they've already mentioned that they're going to do for sure with relics, unquestioned. Well, like it's coming. QA put that on in doubt the way you read it because they aren't totally sure what adding those. Uh, they aren't totally sure what adding abilities at with relics is going to do to uh, game stability and all those types of things so they are going to wait until they actually do one to see what it does and then decide if they're actually going to keep it and keep doing them or not so it might be coming it probably is coming but depending on how it goes it might stay or it might go so it is coming more than likely but it doesn't mean that it'll stay or it'll be good even yes so especially since a lot of the if if they the problem with building a character that a lot of people are going to have not at gear 13 and relic to start is that ability. You can't really make it super overpowered, especially if it's the center of his kit, because if, if only if he's not very good until the moment you get him relic and get unlock that ability, there's a lot of people going to be totally turned off from that. You know what I mean? So, and there's a lot to just adding an ability on a character, say, Let's say Emperor Palpatine. He has, what, two abilities? Or, sorry, three. He has the AoE, he has his basic, and he has his heal. Say, adding an ability, or even changing an ability. Say, 
I mean, e- even something that seems fairly minuscule can totally change the way the team operates on defense. It can change, you know, just the way it work, work, works in auto, things that it can beat, what it's good against. Like, there is a lot that would go into testing, you know, um, especially it's it's a little bit different when you're talking about adding a new character <coughs> where you can test it. I, I think then probably adjusting an old character just because, um, you know, it changes something that's already so established that we understand how it works. Um so I guess we'll see. Um, and it could be one of those things where, you know, they just add abilities to just a few select characters or something along those lines. Um, but I, I guess we'll see. But uh, I I mean, they're obviously going to do more with relics. Uh, it's just how much. Hopefully it's not simply adding more tiers of relics. Hopefully it's something a little bit more creative and useful. I almost think they'd be better off not adding abilities to existing characters and building the kits around on new characters to having those new abilities on new characters because then they can build the entire kit around that. But doing it to older characters, I think it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how they do that because that could be really bad. Or really good. Here's what I'd like to see. I would like to see if they're going to do new abilities, do it with like the legendary characters. Start with a small base of characters that Mm -hmm. probably wouldn't be too overwhelming to test, but you could take Emperor Palpatine, make him better. You could take Grandmaster Yoda, make him better. Thrawn, make him a bit better. Or make, you know, add some sort of synergy or something like that. You know, I. That would be kind of cool. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We yeah. shall see. And of course, you know, it's some. Well, I don't think they covered mods in this. Or did they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But Anyway, all, all right. right. So next up is something that completely changed my, what I did, <laughs> completely changed my week in Swaga. Yes, it did. Um, so we got news that Lightside Geonosis is coming, and we now know when. It is coming in November, and if I had to guess, it would probably be the end of November. So I don't think it's probably coming at the beginning. It's probably at the end, like most of the TBs have kind of dropped right at, at the end of the month. But, uh, yeah, so the reason that that changed my week in Swaga is because I also have... Uh, I have 39.6k get two tokens banked. I have not spent, I spent maybe 200 on Kairos once, and that is all the get two I've spent on my main account since uh, since it came out. So I have enough right now to unlock the negotiator if I want to, but the difference is I am saving all of my currency for. Lightside GOTB to see what drops in the get to store for Lightside GOTB, very similar to how I did with Wampa. So I saved all my currency with the first um, with the first territory battle, the Hoth, uh, the Lightside one. Uh-huh. Saved it, waited to see what came with the second one, and I was able to unlock Wampa instantly. And we all know my love story for Wampa. <laughs> 
So I'm hoping I I don't know for sure, but my assumption is that uh, if I had if I were a betting man, I would think much like how you had a, two characters for the first TB, you had Wampa and Hermit Yoda. My guess would be that we're going to see Malevolence sitting right next to Negotiator when Lightside GOTB comes out. And since I have uh, I see that. GG at Relic 7, I would much rather at this point get Malevolence than uh, Negotiator right now and see how that goes. So I'm going to wait That's and fair. find out what happens with GOTB to spin my currency. But... Um, it also make it fun for the for content on our podcast because I don't know of anyone right now else that's doing this. So if I'm one of the first ones that can unlock whatever is in there and uh, play around with it for you guys, that would make it even more fun. So that would be really cool. We will see what happens. But uh, they also said there's a whole host of new enemies and allies, just like we got with the uh, Dark Side version. Uh, interesting. Thing to note, we got the Ackley in the Dark Side version, but in the Light Side version, you're fighting not only the Reek, which they hinted at, but also the Naxu. So, yeah, you're fighting that horned beast-looking rhino guy as well as the saber cat-looking guy in uh, the Light Side version. Heck yeah! I don't know if they're in the same battle or you got two beast battles now, but I'd assume the same one because there's not two. Uh, nodes inside of the arena unless they put two in it on the new map or the light side map so that's we'll interesting that's interesting we'll, we'll we'll talk here in a bit about the um difficulty regarding territory battle but uh yeah yes we will last note galactic republic forces to no one's surprise so that is those are the the main peeps of uh light side territory battle is the galactic republic so Get your Galactic Republic ready. Heck yeah. So, this is really cool. Um, it is. I meant to bring it up to show everyone. Okay. So, there is a new thing that you can go check out, and it is called the Dev Tracker. The Dev Tracker is a way to keep up with bugs that CG is aware of. UI issues, get just general announcements and stuff that we haven't been seeing. Um, so this is super cool. So if you go to this thing, and of course there will be a link in the show notes, but uh, so first you have the Galaxy of Heroes Dev Tracker FAQ. And it's... This will give you things like what the colors mean on the other sections, like Basically, if it's a if it requires a server update to implement the fix, content update to update the fix, or a client update to update the fix, client being the least intrusive, the ones that they do randomly where we don't get any patch notes really, and they don't do too much, but it fixes things. You know, give you all the types of updates, status definitions, backlog, investigating in progress, ready to release, released. You know, it tells you all those things on that first column. Then you got an update notes column that shows gives you links to all of the updates on the forums. And then you get into the These things the you were server about to updates, talk about. It looks like. Yes. Yeah. And then well and then you have general bugs, a section for just general bugs. Um 
So right now, you'll see, it'll tell you, client, uh, it is a TU-17, which is a title update. It's got performance issues. They've already announced there's going to be a new title update. Or it's not full title update. What I forget what they call it. Uh, new update coming this week uh, that's supposed to help fix some of these issues. Um, the disappearing buttons during battle in progress. They made a post about that. So you can see all the stuff that's kind of going on here, which is super cool. Uh, link to guild activities causes infinite loading. That is ready to release. So we'll be getting that pretty soon. You know that that bug is... They figured it out, they've knocked it out, and you'll be getting an update to it soon. Uh, unit bugs. GAC disappearing after joining. Still investigating this issue. Not solved. But you know where they stand on it. The, this is fabulous. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, it's a good way to, if you have something that happens in your game, and uh, you don't know if they know about it, to go go here check on uh, any of these the applicable one i guess and see if your problem shows up in there and if not go post about it on the forum so that they know about it and hopefully they add it in here and continue to work on it but uh really like for example you got your recently resolved already fixed uh pve count dooku is level one in all pve battles that one was weird you finish you do that whole assault battle and at the get to the end and he's got one sliver of health you know that I don't know how that happened. I don't know why it happened, but they sure made it easy. It. Yeah, that guy. Well, he's usually a pain on the uh, Night Sister one. Yes. Yeah. So you know, the one shot in was nice, but was not working as intended. So that's nope. fixed now. But you, if you get a second, check out that link. Go check out this thing. Uh, pin it on your in your favorites. Go check it out whenever you are looking to see if information has been posted for you. And then, uh, yeah, just a lot, another way for them to communicate with us, and it's 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 pretty nice. Indeed, I love it, absolutely love it. So make sure you guys go and check that out. Like I said, uh, link will be in the notes. <coughs> All right, let's yeah, absolutely move on to strong with us. This update is young Padawans. The developer Q&A. We're going to go over the highlights of this thing, kind of talk about some of the things that we really found interesting and insightful, things that we need to discuss. And there was actually quite a bit, although it's kind of, I don't know, it's a little watered down. We really didn't get anything like super exciting, but we did get some pretty cool answers. <coughs> you got to temper things. your expectations with these types of things, but I actually have a good little chunk of notes here with stuff I found that we found interesting. So there was more to this than the last one. So Indeed. that was at least night. And I must say this CG Viking, V-Y-E-K-I-N-G guy, put out most of the information that I found interesting. So if they could keep that guy on the QAs, I would appreciate that. I agree. Uh, let me go find out what his title is. Cause I'm absolutely clear curious. I didn't even think about it All earlier. Right. While you look that up, I will just kind of start covering the first thing. Um, this is something that Eric mentioned. If you're seeing lag in the game, they are tentatively releasing an update next week. Fix the problems that people are having. This is kind of what I was discussing earlier. This should fix a lot of these issues. 
because I the performance issues have been pretty annoying on my phone. It is very annoying. Um, yeah, it's it, it really annoyed me when it came out. I've yeah. kind of gotten used to it now only yeah. because I had to. So it'll yeah. be really nice once it's fixed. Yeah, I'm still not used to it. So but yes, it will be nice when it's fixed. Um, the next thing is the endless mode. Uh, it's an option that they are thinking about, but they didn't say they're necessarily working on it. They did say there are some options that they like that they, you know, kind of thought were interesting, but you know, it is something that is on the radar. So that's good. Cause I would love something like that on the radar radar on the radar is good enough for me because this is something we've talked about several times on the show and, to be able to do something like that that's better than grant or uh <coughs> excuse me that's better than what's the thing we have now galactic war the thing we sim all the time something better than that would be awesome i thought it was sim war but sim war yeah what didn't used to be yeah but once it once it became that all over it oh yes absolutely uh next thing was top hat uh while answering whether new content creators were moved to their new project, he said that they are starting a preliminary ideation on a raid. Uh, finishing, They are finishing work on an epic confrontation and prepping for episode 9. Um, so oh, let me just mention uh, Viking. Okay. The one I had mentioned. He's the creative director. Okay. So... Um, pretty pretty good title there. I don't know where that sits, but I would think it would be kind of high. Speaking I just of him, don't recognize that name. He had a couple <laughs> points regarding this. Uh, he later mentioned that there was going to be a ship base plan for the new raid, which is awesome. Please let it be the Death Star raid. Uh, we've all been waiting on it. Please, please. Okay, everyone, take note of what he said. Phase. Didn't say a ship raid, but a phase. He yes. said a single phase. So we will probably get ships in raids, but not as an entire ship raid, which is exactly the way, the way I be. like it. Yep. 100%. Not enough ships to have a full ship raid. Totally enough ships to have a one a single phase devoted to it. So yep. totally agree. Perfectly said there. And something else is the new raid is planned <laughs> for the beginning of next year. So this could be something that they may talk about, you know, in January in the State of the Galaxy post or whatever they call it now, um, the road ahead. Uh, but um, why didn't I play that sounder? <laughs> Missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Um, so that's something we may end up seeing, you know, hopefully Q1 next year. Um, that, that would be absolutely awesome because we desperately need a new raid. Um, and to go with that, talking about new raids, they also talked about mythic raids, and their focus is on, more on new raids than trying to work on old raids to make them more engaging that's and good. more I like more it. engaging and harder. They, they it's almost as if they're more constrained and find it harder to make something that already exists harder without changing it completely than yeah. it is to just make a new raid with new mechanics. So I. I'm completely on board with new raids as opposed to mythics. If 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 the resources have to go to one or the other, I'll take new raids. As long as 
they complete com- continue to make the old raids simmable for people that have done them enough times. Uh, something else, meaning they broke AT needs to be soon, even though despite what they said. Yeah, uh, that I totally agree with. Um, <laughs> but something else I found somewhat interesting regarding, uh, you know, just the raids. I mean, new mechanics and all that. I I, I love it. We don't. We don't want the same thing rehashed, and that was something that they mentioned, is they want to focus on making something that's not, just not more difficult. They said that they learned their lesson with the heroic Sith raid, which is has always been kind of controversial, and if they can really get back to doing something as interesting as the Rancor and the AAT were in the beginning, uh, that sort of you just have this completely different mechanic you've never seen before. Um, whereas the Rogue Sith Raid always just felt like it was random and meant to be difficult for the sake of being difficult and not necessarily fun. The Rancor has kind of always been fun from the very beginning. I mean, no one really it's had any issues fun. with it. If I if I wasn't simming, I see. If you had to choose between simming Heroic AT and simming the the Pit Raid. And the pit raid was on par difficulty-wise as Heroic AT. I would rather play the Rancor than play Heroic AT. Totally agree. Because it would be so fun with all these relics right now to find the teams, new teams to solo uh, the Rancor with. Yeah. Hell, Mallet could probably solo it by himself. just might take forever. And for everyone out there saying, you can do that with Heroic AT, no thank you. Yawn. <laughs> Yawn. Um, but yeah, that would just... Uh, I, I'm glad they made that decision because we've rehashed that. I'd rather see something actually new. Don't waste your time on something pointless. Um, all right, so Top Hat said the Dark Side Geonosis was tuned with relics in mind. However, the Light Side Geonosis will be tuned for them. Um initially said that relics will be required, but went back and edited himself to say that he didn't actually mean required as in you have to have them. He was trying to imply the fact that if you want to do well, you will need them. So what what do you think about this? I mean, because <laughs> Dark Side Genos has been pretty tough from the very beginning. Like I said, they had it in mind, but now that we're deep into relics with light side geonosis. I mean, what are we going to see? I'm kind of curious to see what the, what the beta testers recommend guild GP wise and what you need to have a good time in there compared to dark side GOTB. Cause remember they gave us that, like you should probably be 60 million GP or higher to do this, to even get a star and this and that. Um, I'm curious what if if that ships up shifts upward for light side. Yeah, only because a there are way more light side teams, and b you know if it's if relics aren't aren't hard required, but this was built with you know four relics. It'll be interested to see what the that difficulty scale becomes. And there are a the lot di- of really good light side teams. I mean, you have. <laughs> Between the Jedi's, like with Revan, you have CLS, you have Padme. I mean, there are some super elite teams. 
I feel like there are way less elite dark side teams than there are light side. So it's going to be interesting to see how they work around that um, and kind of make this whole thing work. I I'm pretty pumped. I cannot wait for November for um, lights. Because, I mean, I've, I've got some pretty kick-ass Galactic Republic characters. I am pretty pumped for this. Uh, this will be fun. I hope. I agree. I, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, I'm going to be ready for it. That's the reason I'm pumped for it. I already got three gear 13 light side for it so i'm i'm focused hard on that coming up so we'll see what happens cool uh top hat no not top hat so someone asked asked a question basically said it was a question on politics economy or society in the game other than everyone being combatants asking for basically about game modes that aren't all combat so maybe like story driven stuff for characters that aren't fighters and stuff like this i don't know it's it's, it's not something i would have thought they would ever add to this game because that's what this game is it's a fighting game so the question was i expected them to squash this question and the answer was actually interesting <coughs> excuse me Viking said, we always consider story and theme when creating content and features that drive content. In fact, we have a pending feature design that leans into iconic Star Wars stories and themes and uses the stats and powers of your characters to move through these stories. It's farther down the road for us, though definitely on the radar. Interesting. So I don't have any idea what that would be, but a some kind of story mode using your characters or using specific characters to get through the story for rewards sounds interesting to me. Sounds actually cool. I would love to see... So, you know we have, like, the cantina and the light side and the dark side just battles? I would love to see some sort of story mode where you go through these things and you, you have to... You, you could have, like, different modes of story or... You could do star levels based on how well you do or something. Like, you have to beat it, you know, say, beat it the first time you get one star. Beat it again, it gets more difficult. And, like, tearing up as you go through these different story modes um, and using the characters in that story. So, you know, like, farm boy Luke and Han Solo and old Ben, you know, in the cantina. And... You have to like so win this battle or whatever to progress into the storyline. But it's something that would be actually pretty scalable. You could make it to where, you know, easier characters and then, you know, easier for low gear characters, mid gear and then relics. You know, something like that would just be unbelievable. But I, I don't know that I see anything like that coming necessarily. But that's what this made me think of. Yeah, it, it's it, it gives you a lot to think about for sure. Indeed. It'll be interesting to see how that ends up. And I'm, excuse me for all the random coughing. I still have, I'm still kind of sick. I got this weird tickle in my throat that it's just, it just kills me. I just get these random coughs. So if you hear me cough, I'm trying to, trying not to, but I can already feel another one coming. Well, hopefully you get rid of it uh, on your vacation. <laughs> right. At least I feel this good going into vacation if i had been as sick as i was two weeks ago today yeah, oh man that would be terrible uh, 
You know, so. speaking of vacation, you're not going to be here next week, so I'll have a guest. Um, I've got somebody penciled in. We'll see if we can for sure make it work. But my plan is next week's just going to be nerdy as all hell and just going to dive into mods headfirst and just basically ramble on mods is the current plan. <laughs> I'm a little excited. You all heard it here. So if you like, if you like mods, you're going to love next week. If you love nerd talk, that's your part. You're listening to this podcast. So you, you'll also, you obviously, so yes, we'll see what happens next week. Indeed. All right. So, uh, Viking, there's still plans to use Heard the neutral tag. Um, th- however, there's not an actual timeline. So, you know what, this, what a lot of people thought of this and they've always thought this. So it's not surprising that the rumor mill kept churning for this, but Hondo was the first thing most people that came to mind for most people. Hmm. I know you don't know who that is. Sounds like a car, but. but- Sure. Yeah, but uh, if you what you if you do go to Galaxy's Edge next year, uh, I don't know if this is spoilers. I don't think it is. What, at this what point. show is Hondo but in? Clone Wars. He's in the Clone Wars cartoon. Okay. But he's even more well known now, even for people that don't watch or didn't watch Clone Wars, but have been to Galaxy's Edge because there's actually a really technically advanced. Uh, animatronic Hondo that leads you into the Millennium Falcon ride. He gives the whole debrief. He stands up there fully animatronic. Like, if you don't know who Hondo is, really, you uh, you now know if you are visiting these Disney parks because they put a lot of money into his animatronics and for him to lead into that ride, which everyone's going to ride if they like Star Wars or even if they don't and go to the park. Everyone's going to ride that ride and see him. So, I would not be surprised to see Hondo uh, in the game at some point. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't have been surprised before, but even more now that more people are going to know who he is. Um, so yeah, Chicken Bottom said, and Rebels. He was also in the Rebels cartoon. So yeah, he's been around the block. Cool. Yeah. Um, Sven, GG. Uh. Imperial probe droid bomb needs adjusting and they're looking into ways to keep characters like him relevant through gear changes and the like in the future. So I don't know what that means. It's basically his bomb ability only does 99,999 damage. And with the inflation on all of these characters with their gear levels and relics and everything else, most characters at that point can are easily above that 999 number. So IPD, and it's always been the case, there were some characters but even before Gear 13 that IPD couldn't kill because they could get above that number. The problem is that is supposed to be an instant kill ability, but it's not. You know so, what would be cool? Um, rather than making it insta-kill, they could just tack on a 9 to the end of the number, you know, multiply by 10, basically, and just make it better. But mm-hmm. it would be cool if they would take a mechanic that is not in the game enough, that is amazing, and give it to Imperial Probe Droid. Could be a Zeta, whatever. I wouldn't care. Where Imperial Probe Droid, before he does that ability, he inflicts Death Mark 
and then uses the ability. So he would be doing his 100,000 damage in addition to doing damage equal to half of that character's health. So you would have this kind of sliding mechanic in a way that does a, you know, does damage based on percentage of the health, but it would still leave the opportunity that you could actually outmod it to where you would survive it. But you also probably won't. Makes it much more likely that you won't. Um, and I kind of think that's the idea behind Imperial Probe Droid. Um, in in my thinking, is that it's not to be an insta-kill, but it's to be an almost insta-kill. And I think that yeah. would solve that issue. I think it'd be very cool. That actually would make more sense than the tacking the number on. I like that idea a lot better. Because, I mean, the only other massive damage character is Savage and to to uh to be able to get that massive damage they have to be below 50% health so yes well is that right yes yeah I be- so i believe it's 50% in that case he's going there he's going to kill him anyway because if they're if they're at 50% health and they have over 99,000 health then you're gonna have. Then you really need to look at these characters' abilities. Have you met my DACA? <laughs> no, I've <have> not. <laughs> Does your DACA have a two hundred thousand health? Depends on where we're at in the battle. There's a chance. Yeah, that is quite true. So it doesn't start that way. But I like. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. That is. At least that's only one character in case. That's but, true. Yeah, that, that's, it's a short list. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's could nuts. could so also happen with ability. could also happen with Padme with like a bunch of stacked up protection up, um, you know, assuming HK doesn't nuke your C three PO or something. But yeah, it's uh that's a possibility. Yeah, so Savage is if the target has fifty percent health or below, this attack deals massive damage that can't be evaded. Okay, so yeah that's that's one that's easy to see how that could kill someone because and it is intended to be damage it is intended to be a number it's not intended to be annihilate like darth nihilus you know yes. so uh it, i think the death mark solution is a great idea but that is I like just it. I like me it. all right uh eric mentioned that there are no plans to allow four dot and three dot mods to get upgrades so my kick-ass mod I have on Boba, the diamond that is 18 speed, never going to be upgraded. So that is disappointing. Yeah, I have a few like that as well. Yeah. It, oh, well. it is disappointing, but I'm still not going to stop using them. They might end up going to, you know, tertiary and, and later characters, but that's fine. Yeah. I'll still use them. So this next one was really interesting in which Viking mentioned that there's a sandbox type mode coming. Um, it's one by players, it's one by devs even, and it will be coming in a, in a future, but we're not exactly sure of exactly what it'll be. Um, I, I don't remember exactly. Th- there was a really inter- interesting part regarding this that I cannot remember what it was. I'm see if I can go find it real quick. While you talk. Oh, sorry. I was trying to while text you, you to tell you that your uh, text you that your your camera has scooted all the way to the left side of the 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 screen again. I don't know what's going on there, but there we go. Better. That's better. All righty. 
All right. Um, where were we? All right. Go go the next one, and oh, I will Sandmark. be looking up what I wanted to mention. All right. So, so also someone asked about ship content. Viking again. You can expect ship battles to appear in the next epic confrontation. Ooh, so that's huge. I don't know if the next separate confrontation is going to have... So, there was a light side and a dark side to the last epic confrontation. There were two phases, basically. Light side and dark side with both the Revens. Maybe we're going to have a ship battle and a character battle for the next one. I don't know, but that is massive information to know that in the... doesn't say the next one, but in a future one, epic confrontation, there will be a ship battle in that epic confrontation. So that's interesting. As well as they said, Grand Arena Championships should be getting ships again. I think we all saw that coming, just didn't know, still don't know when. And then, yes, our upcoming raid in the present plan. That is, we already mentioned that a little bit ago, but interesting to see the three things that they are on the top of their mind for ship content right now. But really interesting to be putting out there that the next epic confrontation should have a ship battle. Yeah. I am excited for everyone that likes ships. For me, um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Not super stoked about that, but it'll be interesting at least. And we'll give you a reason, another reason to work on your pilots. If not, hopefully, whatever ships are needed are actually decent ships because... If you got to get them to a certain threshold with crappy ships that no one uses, that's going to be a little rough. I so. agree. Um, Did you find your thing? Yeah, well, sort of. I, f- I found the part about that, but I must have been thinking of something else. There was something else I could have swore it was regarding that, but maybe not. Um, hmm. I am not sure. All right. Well, we'll just keep chugging along, and if you remember it, then we'll go from there. All right, so next up, Viking said the upcoming Grand Arena's iterations should include A, ships, which we just mentioned. So ships are coming back to Grand Arena. But my favorite part, the best part of that sentence, is that the 3v3 modes are returning. Thank you. I love 3v3 I'm so Grand bad Arena. at them. Good grief. Oh, man. It'll be even more fun now that we've got 500 firsts are going to be huge yeah. for th- three man 3v3. Because there's yeah. three of them. <laughs> three that's, clones. That's true. That is certainly true. Yeah, awesome. I'm really looking forward to that when it comes back because it's been so long. So it's already, we're already at the point where the game has changed a lot and there's a lot of different 3v3 teams you can use. So it'll be, it'll be real interesting to see how that goes when it comes back. I'm excited. I don't know if anyone else is probably not because I get excited about weird things, but you do 3v3 grand arena is definitely one of them. So yeah, it's all right. We'll see. (sighs) Um, Viking mentioned that presently focused on characters and content surrounding the rise of Skywalker as well as episodes seven and eight. Yeah, so we're we're not since I we're gonna have to cut the episode a little shorter this week than we normally do because of my 
flight in the morning, uh, yes. as well as still needing to pack. So we're going to go. We'll come back to the QA questions uh, later from uh, Discord. But one of the questions asked, and I thought it was a good question. It was after the QA, someone asked, what characters from 7 and 8 are we missing? Oh. One immediately pops to mind, and that's General Hux. That's a huge one. Um, yeah. no, absolutely no doubt about that. Um, the the guy that went to the casino, the what's-his-face dude that was... Ugh. The slicer so, guy? Sorry, I was falling asleep thinking about that scene. Yeah, that guy. Um, no. Uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely missing that guy. Um, God, Someone I, said Snoke. Snoke, obviously Another a huge one. one. Um, Seems like couple, most of them are dark obvi- side. Well, we also don't have the, the old Luke. We don't have old Leia. We don't have... Um, Maz would be cool. Maz. Maz Kanata. Yes. Um, Knights of Ren we've heard about, but nothing like... It would be... They're in the moon next movie, I believe. It, maybe. Maybe. Spoilers? Question mark? We've, <laughs> they've released stuff about Sith troopers. Nothing yeah. actually about Knights of Ren, though. So... That could be something they go back to, but it would be cool to see, you know, a general character like that that had some specific synergy with, you know, Kylo or something. Um, that that would be great. Yeah, I'm looking, it'll be interesting to see what they go back to because I'm sure there's going to be plenty from the new movie as well. You know yeah. who else is missing? Rose. I don't think we'll ever get. No. Oh. <laughs> Praetorian Guard. Oh my God! Please, please. Those guys are so awesome, and we didn't get any of them. Why not? Maybe if we get Snoke, we'll get Praetorian guards to go with Snoke. That would be cool. That would be okay. That okay? You know what? They said content. Oh my God! I just figured out what they're doing. Mark my words. We'll probably see Snoke. We'll probably see Maz. We'll probably see Hux. We will see these characters, and when we see them as marquee characters, you better get to farming them because you know damn well that they will be used for some legendary event to get the new Kylo, the new Ray, whatever. Um, so yeah, get get prepped. Most Def just put an awesome idea in chat as well. Snoke, oh, if we got hell Snoke, yes. Snoke could summon Praetorian Guards. Love it. To, uh, GBA and that would his, be awesome. Uh, tank. What, what if really cool. that would be good for like a legendary or epic confrontation, whatever, Kylo, where he like summons a Knight of Ren or something like that. And it could be like this endless thing because he has the Knights of Ren with him. It could be like a B1 type mechanic. It could be like... GBA plus B1, where he has this protector that always keeps coming back, and then you have a Kylo that's, you know, like an attacker or whatever. That would be badass. That's a great idea, Mostef. I love I'm it. I'm excited for uh, for the new movie content. I'm excited I, to see where this goes. Hell yeah, me too. I am stoked. Or snoked, however you want to put it. Super snoked. 
<laughs> All right, so this last one, I only put this in here because hold on, it's some hold on. big boots. Oh, hold on. Okay. I, there's a word in there that I know is going to get your attention, <laughs> but I wanted to cover one other thing that was in the Q&A real quick. Um, they're talking about new content mm-hmm. and how much of a priority it's been, and they said it's going to be a major priority for them this year and next year. And how it takes a while to build content and all this sort of stuff. But uh, they said a significant portion of their efforts in the coming year will be around making new ways to play Swaga. And for those ways to be fun and engaging for all players. So that's pretty exciting because that's the one thing people constantly ask for is new content. We don't want to be overwhelmed with stuff that's just rehashed. But we want new actual things. And if that's going to be a focus for them next year, I I think next year could be a really great Swaga year. Here's why I think that was said and why relics are in the game. I think like we talked about relics kind of restart the game in a way for in-game players. I think after we get used to relics for a little bit and we start getting more and more characters to that spot where those where we're, they're able to manipulate what teams are good by using these new stats that they put in the game already. I think that that new content is going to be all built around that to... They were probably waiting for this stuff that we're going to get until Relics came out to kind of revamp gearing and stats on the characters to make them work better with their new content. Yeah, And I think that is why we're going to see so much focus on that moving forward is because now that relics are out, they can tune and build the stuff that they wanted to all along with that in mind, as opposed to the old way characters were if, if you catch where I'm going on that. Yeah. So we will see, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, this I am not excited about because it's super annoying. The answer that they gave for this because it is constantly asked for. You made an entire new... So, okay, let me read it, and then I'll go on the rant. Would you consider adding some wampas to a reliable place where it's possible to find and kill them? It's almost impossible to finish the Boba Fett quest now with the Geonosis TB, because the only reliable place to fight wampas all the time, and even then you could only kill five each territory battle was the Hoth territory battle. The only other place really to find them is in Galactic War, if you're lucky, and in uh, if you have a friend in Arena that'll put a Wampa on defense. Yep. That's it right now. There's no place to find Wampa to finish that quest. Now, Very your answer was, this is a low priority for us, not something I think we're going to pick up anytime soon. Yeah. Why? You introduced an entire new thing in the game called quests, and then you built a quest that's impossible to finish. Not impossible, but will take six, seven, eight months if you're lucky, or if you're still doing hot territory battles. Like, it's... it's. I am on that quest, and it has not moved in months. Like, yeah. literally <laughs> has not moved in months. Talk with some arena it's, mates. Get, get some Wampa put in there. Yeah, that's it's frustrating. It's so ridiculous i mean well even then i'm gonna get what the max five a day unless i refresh maybe i should just refresh over and over and over and keep killing that thing 
But the thing about it is he'd have to go back and fight me so that I could fight him again. Like, it, it's so... You need to find someone in your arena that needs to complete that quest as well. And then the and just two go of you back just and forth. alternate. Yeah. But... It's just... It's, that's still a pain. I understand it's a low priority. I understand it's something... I Both understand of you why just use teams of Boba and Wampa together and just alternate back and forth. How hard can it possibly be to pull out one character and put a Wampa in its place? Just say it. It's, it's a good question. Uh, Doesn't seem like it would take that much. It seems like you could tell you wouldn't Billy, think... Billy over there in the back office, yeah. back with the other developers, hey, Today and tomorrow, you have one job. Pull out all of those stormtroopers and replace them with Wampas. Just, and then when we have the, the next Cantina client update, node or whatever out there, and everything will be just fine and people can finish their their uh, quests and be fine. 100%. Uh, whatever. That's low priority. Don't be expecting Wampas anytime soon. But that was just sad to me. Oh, well, yeah. I, I totally understand. <laughs> you like killing Wampas like I like killing clones. Yeah, yeah. I like killing my favorite character. You like killing Tauntauns, but that's beside the point. Yeah, put some Tauntauns in. But that is the I would need a Wampa quest line. All right. Yeah. Nice. Need that Wampa quest line. I still want a Wampa profile picture. So maybe that would be the end of the Wampa quest. Give it to me, please. Interesting. (laughs) Not a bad idea. Not a Uh, bad idea. Well, all right. Is there anything else that we want to mention, discuss anything? Uh, why don't we just mention again that I will be gone next week and Wink will have a guest and you should tune in because it's going to be fun. That's the plan. We try to always be fun on this show. Well, I was stroking my own ego by saying maybe it won't be fun without me. Hmm. I, I'm the fun one out of this relationship, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just here because I'm pretty. Yes, you're here for the looks. <laughs> All right. Well, if you enjoy the show, come to join us on Discord. Discord.me slash Shattered Order. We'd love to see you. We have a lot of fun in there. We have a lot of fun conversation. When you have QAs, you can ask your questions in there, um, as well as call in the number that we always post when we do QAs, discord.me slash it, or check it out. Uh, one t- one thing I want to mention now, just because I didn't mention at the beginning, is we are currently looking for one to two new people for Shattered Order, our guild. So if yes. you are interested in joining me and Wink in our guild, uh, and you are... Somewhere above 4.2 million GP abouts. Really, if you can beat the Watt mission, get us Watt shards. We will be look. We would love to have you. So, if you're interested in hanging out with us, uh, message me or wink uh, about the guild, and that would be appreciated. If you have any comments about the show and you don't want to join the Discord or you don't use Discord, uh, the Shattered Order at gmail.com is our email. You can hit us up there as well as ask any questions or uh, submit uh, pretty much anything you want to get a hold of us, send us an email. I have an idea. Um, I, I was actually talking to somebody earlier today. They mentioned the episode not too long ago where we were talking about um, our significant other's thoughts on Swaga. Um, 
if any of you have significant others that would like to voice their concerns about Swaga and send them to us, please do. That would be fun. If we get those, we will play those, and that would be very entertaining. And if we get a collection of them, we'll just do one each week or something. That would be really cool. But, um, yeah. As well, we used to always get... This kind of slowed down recently. Not recently, but like about... 30, 40 episodes ago. <laughs> if you want to record an intro for the podcast and send it to our email, we would love to play that at the beginning of the show. And for so. example, what we're looking for is something like, Hey guys, this is Wink from the Shattered Order, and you are listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Something along those lines. You can play with it or whatever, but uh, yeah. sh- shoot us those through email or call into the hotline and we'll play it before the show. And yeah. Yep. Well, so I think that covers I think it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this Jinx. was fun. Uh, make sure you guys, if you're listening to audio only, go check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash shattered order pod and check out the gameplay live stream from before. Watch me relic up some Boba Fett and, uh, you know, let us know what you think about that, what you guys would like to see. I think we're going to start doing that a little bit more regularly, do a little mini live stream before we actually start the podcast uh you know maybe some grand arena battles or whatever and um yeah hopefully you guys enjoy that make sure you check it out and of course we will catch you guys next week later later